This is the Bay and Teepee Perspective. I'm Brian Bay. And I'm Greg Teepee. Welcome to our podcast. And this week's perspective has a little twist. Our first ever special guest, Brandon Walters. Hey, I'm Brandon, longtime friend of Greg and Brian. I'm excited to be here today. Welcome to the show, man. Thank Welcome you. Welcome to the show. We Thank you for excited. having me. And to preface this, we also, this is our first fan request. Yes. Our guy Adam Burns said we, he wanted to hear us do a Chase versus Swell versus Pitts on if they're all available when the Bengals draft, if they're all three still there, who we should draft. Right. So this week we had a little twist. We pulled out of a hat. You want to go into that? Yeah. So basically um, we made, we wanted to make it fair where we would just go ahead and pull the names out of the hat because I think we pretty much are on the same page with – who we would like to see drafted, and we can get into that later in the episode. But for to make it a debate, <clears throat> we went ahead and pulled names out of the hat, and I basically got Pitts. Brandon, who'd you get? I got I got Pen A. Okay, Brian Chase. All right. So, and so, we'd like to thank um, Brandon for picking out of the hat for us. No problem. Totally random. Nobody got anybody that. I don't think they want it specifically or no. anything like that. Just totally random pick. Well, I want to shout out his son for helping out. Yes, you'll see the video on our YouTube. Yes, sir. So, all right. So, who wants to lead off? Any any takers? I say I think Brandon should start off because I keep hearing lately that we should go after um, Panay. We need you know offensive line help. So, with that being said. I think most people are kind of on that, especially if they're just sports center fans, and to see like, okay, that makes sense, or seeing how much Burrow got knocked down last year. So I say we go with the quote unquote obvious choice, and he's the guest, so let's just throw him in the fire. All right, ladies first. Let's do it. <laughs> he is baby mama, right? Baby mama. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Penne. Uh, I mean, I think everybody can kind of agree on the fans wanting an offensive lineman to protect our future quarter, you know, our future yeah. all-star quarterback, right? Right. Um, so that's an obvious note there. But the, some of the good things about uh, Penn A is, you know, uh, he's only 20 years old, doesn't turn 21 till October. So you're looking at a 12, 13-year career maybe if the right. guy can stay, you know, healthy, yeah. that is. Um, Bengals do not have luck drafting – a top offensive lineman and keeping him healthy. Uh, that's another argument. Right. Do you have any worries about him sitting out a year? You read my mind. Um, I think that's a, 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 a good question because uh, I, I do. I do think it hurts them in some ways. In some other ways, I, I, I think it makes them better. They get off time. They stay healthy. Uh, you're able to work out still, and you get, you True. know, all the good perks of uh, just relaxing and yeah. kind of staying healthy and, you know, getting bigger, stronger, faster. So in your research, have you seen that he's disciplined? Yeah. In, in, in the videos I watched, which ever, a, a lot of people say Pac-12 doesn't have a lot of, per se, strong defensive linemen in that conference, per se. Right. To challenge um, the offensive linemen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it's not a, as big a conference. They're not, they're not the meat. Yeah. Big but, Ten's the meat, usually. Uh, yeah. Right. But let's be honest. It's uh, Oregon, uh, Brian. Uh, quack, quack. 
So is there? Uh, this is Eugene. If y'all don't more partial here. Yes, yeah, so if you don't know, Brandon's an Oregon Ducks fan. Yes, he is. Yes, so. I am. Yes. That's why you can't see it. We're smirking right now. I was waiting for the Oregon part to come out, and yeah. I mean, four minutes in, not bad. No, <laughs> didn't take too long. No, <laughs> but uh, I mean, a lot of people think this is just a big guy that can just stand up on the line. This no, this, I mean, you watch this guy's draft day and his pro day. I mean, uh, he 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 he's got lateral quickness. Uh. So not only does he come in and help block and protect for Joe Burrow, I also think he makes the run game a lot better here. Right. And, point. you know, you're talking about having Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon getting the Joes out there, and uh, I think he immediately makes both guys better. Yeah, that's okay. a good point. I, I hope you're right if we go that route. Um, I would love to see what Joe does when he's not being rushed or on his back. And, and if you can open the pass game, obviously you open up the run game. And that allows Mixon to get the true numbers that we're used to. And this may be a fair weather fan or me being living here in Cincinnati, but I believe Jay Mixon has the ability to be a top five running back in the league. I agree. And probably for the same reasons, but take that aside, I, from what I've seen, he has the skill. You just need to be able to open up the pass game to allow him to do that. Otherwise, if you just keep trying to run it down the throat, it's easy to play defense against that if you don't have a, a pass threat. Another big thing is getting rid of Gio this year. Uh, yes. I feel like Joe Mixon's never been able to get in his rhythm, per se, because it's always Joe Mixon carrying it, then bringing Gio out. And then, yeah. Even though I didn't want to get rid of Gio, I will admit that. But, yeah, no, I feel but what you're saying. Because it was kind of the same way when Gio played with, um, who the heck was the other dude? Jeremy Hill. Yep. Jeremy Fumbler. Hill, yeah. Like, neither one of them could get in a groove either, you know? Like, and to, I, to defend them both. Like, I know we No, you're right. We have our... We're, we hate Jeremy Hill because of what he did and what he said when he left, but, I mean, it was a groove thing. And right? I, I think everybody here in Cincinnati loved Gio, but uh, I think cutting him and and kind of having subpar running backs that can – we don't have bad running backs behind Joe, but we don't have no one that's going to demand the time that Gio did. Right. I think it, I think it gives uh, Joe Mixon a lot more of just that one-back feature, and I think – Panay helps with the run game and the pass game both at the same time. No, I agree. That's a good point. Now, my, I guess my argument is um, this draft is heavy on offensive line, so specifically on, at the tackle position. Um, with such an early pick in the first round, would I mean, could you justify drafting someone that hasn't played um, in over a year? I know we, Brian asked you about that before. I mean, and you make good points. I'm not. I'm this. I'm this. I'm concerned that. Yeah, he's worked out, but he hasn't done football on the field, like true game time, you know, motion or playing. Right, yeah. and I think the Bengals set themselves up this year very nicely to be able to draft an offensive lineman, mm-hmm. a wide receiver, or a tight end, per se, maybe Pitts if he lands to us, right? Right. But we can't depend on those guys to be there either. Right, and, right. And, and, and I think uh, – I would probably say most of the Cincinnati fans have Chase as their second pick to come to Cincy, just yes. because everybody thinks Pitts might go earlier in the draft. Um, Pitt or Chase also set out last year. If you, yeah, don't you know if you guys recall? So I already turned my pick down. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> He's coming for you. No, I'm just saying I don't think it hurts them two players to sit out just because they're so talented of no. players. If we're talking about second or third rounders sitting out, I do think yeah. it, it hurts a lot more. Them being generational maybe talents, I think 
sending a year out can actually do good for them. And well, the, and then to help you out, I've heard stuff. He could be the next Anthony Munoz, who's arguably the greatest Bengal to ever play. The, um, the only, I believe, Hall he's the Famer. only Hall of Famer that played his whole career here. Only, yeah. And I think the I only think, one that went in as a Bengal for sure. Exactly. A, a comparison I actually like more than that. Um, he's not a Hall of Famer yet. And he yeah. did play most of his career with the Bengals. Andrew Whitworth. Yes. Oh, Whit. Yeah. Bring him back. Um, Retire here. Uh, I would have liked to brought him back on a, a small contract. Same this year, here. Just for one year. Play with Burrow. Come my, on. My only debate to that is I heard earlier, and this was uh, Michael Irvin saying, and this was the 90s, so it was a different era. But he's like, we they, we had a great offensive line. You know how many of them were in the first round? Not a damn one. None. He's yeah. like, you know who was in the first round? My ass was in the first <laughs> round. So you get me. In the first round. That sounds like me? a Michael. That's a Michael Irvin thing, though. Mr. Playmaker. Yeah, he's but like, he's not wrong. That's a good wrong. point. So, I mean, I guess I could segue into mine. <clears throat> okay. Um, so, for Chase, yeah, I mean, obviously the chemistry. That's going to be my first and biggest argument is the chemistry with Burrow. Yeah. They've had it. They killed it. Together, they set an SEC. The SEC, creme de la creme, <laughs> of, the, uh, of the college football record in 2019 with – he had uh, 1,780 1, yards receiving. Nice. And um, that Very was an nice. SEC record. So, I mean, I am mad at that. And SEC is the best conference in the whole land, according to ESPN. According to only ESPN. <laughs> but uh, but no, real life, they, either way, they still produce good wide receivers. And they already played with each players, other. And they played with each other, so there's a good chemistry. Um, like you said, they did set out a year. Um, as long as he's still in shape, which I think his pro day proved. That he is. Very, very impressive pro day. So, yeah. you know, so that's why I think going with him wouldn't be mad. I mean, you get him with Boyd and Higgins, that's arguably the best wide receiving core in the league. And all young. And all young. I <laughs> mean, I'd say maybe Atlanta has a better one, but they only have two. I don't know who their third is. I mean, they have a third. I, don't, I can't, you yeah, know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, with, the I'm big a blank. Yeah. They have a huge two. And I know, yes. but. I know we're supposed to be kind of debating here, but just to help you out a little bit, I mean, the Bengals ran more three wide receiver sets than almost anybody in the league last year. Yeah. Yeah, well, it worked because Higgins, he he blew up quicker than what the analysts said. So, and I'm happy about it. I think yeah. on the pro level, Higgins and Burrow have something that could be special. Like, maybe if they stay healthy and – Burrow lives up to his name, like a Peyton Manning, Marvin Harrison type thing. Um, that's how impressed remember, I remember was. Remember when Harrison played with Reggie Wayne? There's, yes. This is there a younger you version of that. Exactly. This is them too, except Harrison's not about to retire like he was. Hence, Higgins isn't about to retire. We got him for a while. Right. And you get him with Chase and then Boyd, who is a little older, but not that much. No, not much. He's the vet, but not much. To me, we would have three ones. Same. Who, who's your true number one? I mean, you'll have to name one, but they're all number one receivers. Well, who are you going to double cover as a defense? <laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Pick one. Pick other one. one's open. They're I don't gonna care. burn you. Yeah. Chase has got like, uh, he's got some speed. You right. know, he doesn't have what's his name, Bama speed. What that one guy? Yeah, Smith. Smith. He don't have Smith speed, but I think he's a better receiver. Bigger body. Bigger body. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thicker. Bigger build. We can yeah. get to Smith later, but I, I'm, but yeah, I'm just I'll saying because I know people's thinking that yeah. in their head right now. Let's especially, not especially Adam Burns because he's a big Smith guy. Let's oh, not, is he? Yeah. Let's not so. get Smith and turn him into John Ross, right? True. Yeah, good point. Very but yeah, good point. But, I mean, I guess my, my short argument with Chase, though, is that, I mean, it's mainly the chemistry. I mean, I think he's a stud. He's breaking records in the SEC. Yeah, the year off might affect him, but not much. And, I mean, to pick him over a Sewell, my argument, like you were saying, all, offensive line's deep. So, if we go Chase, for example, over the other two, say all three are available, that's our argument here. Yeah. Is um, you get Chase, and then you take an all, O-lineman, 
you know, in the second, which you have two or three to choose from that are, yes, really good. Yeah. Super good. Not maybe so good, but super good. Solid at least. So, yeah. And then if you're still worried about the line, draft another one in the third round. Yeah. Because they got, I mean, there's, you know, through the first three, four rounds, there's a lot of O-linemen. Right. You know, and then you can do your defense or whatever, whatever strategy you want to do after that for all I care. Right. But you got that combination. Like, like I said, the best three receivers and they're young. Could they could they argue that there's a lot of wide receivers to draft as well? So we go that early. Yeah, oh, they for sure could, but none of them are nearly as good as Chase. No, you know, no. none of them are good. No, none of them. Are, none of them in the second. There's a big drop off between your first round wide receivers and your second one. True. And your first rounders maybe one drops if you're lucky. But what you got? So you got Chase. You got Smith. You got other homeboy from uh, Alabama. Yeah. You know what I'm talking Waddle. about. Waddle. Waddle. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Waddle. Um, who else is one of the big first-round names? Guy from Old Miss. I've, Ole I've Miss, heard of, yeah. So, I mean. Rondell Moore. Yeah. From Ole Miss. I think yeah. he's a good Yeah. Good. But I think, I mean, so, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, there's depth. But, I mean, I think Chase and probably even Smith are your creme de la creme at wide receiver. You, yeah. You, you think Waddle, the wide receiver maybe. gap is – because I don't think any three of them, or even if you go with Ole Miss guy, I don't think any of them are making it to the second round. Okay. okay. Or making it to the, you know what I'm saying? To, yeah. you know, to, to the Bengals pick in the second round. Oh, yeah. You know, really, maybe they'll make it to the second, but are going to make it to, what, the fifth and the second? Right. The fifth overall second round pick? I, would, I guess my argument I don't want to roll so, those dice. Just to be, I mean, I like Chase, but I don't want to cheat. So, I feel like my argument is, okay, you're right, but from for a Bengals need... We we already we already said that Boyd and Higgins are really you know excellent. I would love to add Chase to that, yeah. But just for argument's sake, you know we struggled at that offensive line protecting Burrow, and as Brandon was saying, if we can get an offensive lineman to protect Burrow, to open up the run game, or vice versa, can you see justify yourself as a Bengals franchise to go after all, another wide receiver instead of trying to fix the line, which a lot of people say is our biggest problem. The only reason I say yes is because how deep the line is, right? The draft. If it was two, three linemen, that's it. I mean, when I was reading, that's Bentley's tale. When I was reading, that was, I mean, this was earlier, but there was like 10 linemen. Yeah. You know, like seven or eight that are tackles. Well, and I will say, as Greg as a person and not a podcaster, I agree with you. <laughs> um, yeah. I I think the line depth is deep. And even though Panay is like once in the generation, could be a once in the generation player, there's also not as much to me of a gap as there is a first-round wide receiver to a later-round wide receiver, where there is with a first-round first lineman to second, third-round lineman. Yeah. And then I guess while we're at it, you want to touch on Pitts then? Say sure, later. yeah. So I got the freak of the league, um, Kyle or of the draft, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Tight end, Florida. Florida. Another SEC player. Um, I was kind of looking at his stats. You know, he's coming into the league, playing three years in college. Um in his junior year, which was his last year at Florida, he had 12 touchdowns. So that right there, I really like a touchdown machine, especially at tight end where the NFL is going more towards that type of tight end. Think of, think of some of the best players in the league in general. Kelsey, uh, Gronk had the you know big name, Kittle in yeah. San Francisco. Big red zone target. Right. And from what I was reading, they said that uh, his figures surpassed Gronk, Kelsey, and Tony Gonzalez. And he's comparable to Calvin Megatron Johnson. Um, 
So like we're, we're talking about a tight end here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's and obviously he's he's a receiving tight end. Oh yeah. Um he's not known for his blocking, but if you can produce you know, like I said, he did twelve touchdowns last year. Um and another th- another big thing to me that I noticed besides the touchdown productivity is he had no turnovers all three years in Florida. Okay. Zero oh, fumbles. Fun that, fact, I did not know that. That is impressive. Research. <laughs> Research. <laughs> yes. So that impressed me because if you can protect the ball and produce like that, I'm happy about that. And he, I mean, he had almost 1,000 yards receiving last year. Um, his receptions went down from his sophomore year, but honestly, I don't know much about Florida in general, so I don't know why. Trash. I do know that part, but um, – <laughs> And I also know they play in the greatest conference in the land. Um, but <laughs> other than that. At least Oregon didn't get that. Right. <laughs> right. Didn't throw out the trash bin on it. He didn't throw the trash bin. All right. So, um, I, got, I, got, I got something to come up with. You you want to talk stats? Yes. Panay yep. Stool. Soul. However you say his name. <laughs> so nine, nine, sound that. Oh, Soul. 2019. 926 snaps without allowing one sack. I do like that stat. Very good stat. Not I like bad. math is fun. So so <laughs> so so I was I love I love the idea of drafting Kyle Pitts. I'll tell you that, and it's actually not my number one choice. Uh, but I was concerned about his blocking. Do you think his blocking could get better coming to the next level of the NFL? The way I see it is, if the Bengals go ahead and draft Pitts, we keep um, obviously Uzama or Sample, and I feel like they can handle the blocking. In my opinion, I think in that case you get, you take sample, you keep sample. I'm thinking, I think Uzama's the better receiving, so you get rid of your receiving tight end. You keep sample, can, can block the shit out of. People. Yeah, I'm thinking keeping sample, and we also just picked up Moss off the waivers, so keep them too. And you could do two tight end sets if you set Boyd out for a play, or right, or have all of them in there. So right. we could possibly be talking Thaddeus Moss and uh, Jamar Chase back for Joe Burrow. Yeah, back on the chase train. I, de- de- I depend on de- depending on how you know uh, Thaddeus Moss works out. Uh, right, I'm not all sure about. I'm not too. too That's true because I forgot we him. got we did get him, didn't we? Yeah, but they could be aiming for something like that. Maybe they uh, could be. That might be why they don't go Pitts. Could be they. Could, they're thinking could be they go with Thaddeus Moss be- because and I was high gonna, on Uzama. I was yeah. going to bring that up, Greg. Uh, how do, how do you feel about Pitts going to Cincinnati with them with with that death at tight end now? Or I feel like if he comes to Cincinnati, he will, you know, he'll be the number one on the depth chart. So I don't think it's a concern personally. But somebody will go for sure. Would we keep three tight ends in any way? No. I, well, we Maybe. could. Well, we could be the Patriots run two tight end sets, but I don't yeah. think Joe Burrow rolls that way. How's Moss's blocking? So before we segue into talking about what the hell we want to talk about, I'm going to preface by I did not want Chase. I got him in the argument. Okay. Yeah. I want it Pitts. <laughs> yep. So, who did you want, Greg? Like, who's your well, actual? Unfortunately, I was stuck between Pitts and Chase. I know it's cheating. No, you can it's whatever. Okay, that's why I want it was Pitts or Chase. Pitch or Chase. Yeah, then, I wanted the a receiver. Then who do you want, Brandon? Okay, out of, uh, out of yeah. everyone in the draft, I know I, those three. I know. Right. I, I know. I argued uh, just because of the random. Yeah, because of the random picks. Uh, to me, honestly, that's just the boring pick, and I do think the Bengals were able to reach out in the second round and get a nice lineman. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm all about the playmaker, whether it be Chase or Pitts. I think the Bengals need to. Is there anybody else though? Do you have an argument for Smith? Anybody? No. Uh, I'm pretty stuck on Pitts or Chase. I think if yeah. if 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 Pitts is gone, definitely Chase. If both are available. That's the hard part. <laughs> that, that 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 
that's when it becomes hard. Yeah. So I know Burns, Adam Burns, who uh, again, he's the one that suggested this uh, podcast, this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that Smith is better than Chase. Overall, everything. He's he is a better. He's going to be a better NFL wide receiver than Chase. I don't see it. I don't either. But I will say, Michael Irvin said that. He thinks Smith is a better football player. Uh, okay. I mean, I don't know a whole lot about and, Smith. Well, he, but... he gave it the track star thing. He, he almost did the John Ross argument where he said um, – he didn't say John Ross's name, but he said a lot of times they're trying to make track stars into football players where Smith is a football player that's got track star speed. Okay. He's a football player first that can also run track. I guess I – guess I.e. Tyree Kill is who he compared him to. I guess my yeah, argument behind one. that would be, though, is that – Depending on where he gets drafted, he could be a better receiver. Okay, so like the Bengals, no. I feel like are better at utilizing big wide receivers. Right. Uh, yeah. One one guy, for instance, that doesn't get a lot of playing time that we still do have on our roster that I think a lot of people are forgetting about is Adon Tate. Uh, yeah, and you're gonna say him. Yep. D- dude's oh, got, yeah, dude, not at all wrong with that. Dude's no. got dude's got hands. I mean, yeah. he can catch and some the height. Balls. He doesn't get a lot of playing time. Uh, the Bengals are. For drafting small wide receivers that have speed, it just hasn't worked out for them. John Ross. Uh, yeah, John Ross. Yeah, I, I think want, they utilized John Ross wrong. I want to. I don't s- think I'm not defending him because no, but I think he you're right. Me, but I don't think they did a lot of because I was like I kept saying why we're we not using him more like uh, Sammy Watkins or Tyreek Hill. Yes, like, like I didn't see him just dump over the middle a lot. Like if Patrick no. was trying to streak, he was trying to kick Chris Henry. They're like, trying to do the guy. long ball with Dalton's throwing, which he couldn't. He didn't yeah, have with a Dalton long... also, yeah. So there's the double. <laughs> we used them wrong. Yeah. And I'm not defending him fully either, but um, I think if we had given him a better shot, kind of what Brandon was saying, like depending on where the player goes, he could have turned into like, oh, like you said, a Tyreek Hill or a Watkins with that speed. Go the short routes over the middle, let his speed break R- away. Right. You think Pat? You think Patrick Mahomes ain't gonna, you know? Be able to find him sometimes and right. throw a dime to him. I just don't think that's the way the Bengals play. Yeah, it's True. not. I agree. Um, so. Run it up the middle, beat, beat you up a little bit, and try to throw one down the deep to their big targets. But they, you're saying, yeah. you're saying Auden Tate helps my argument of why I want pits. You're saying, like, because you get pits, you have sample to block, and then you have, what's his other dude's name? Thaddeus? Thaddeus Moss. Thaddeus Moss. Thaddeus Moss. Yep. Um, I, how how good of a blocker is he? Does anyone know? I about? don't know. Personally. I don't know personally. No. Okay, so I don't know much about him besides he did play with Burrow. Also, the chemistry. That's yeah, the chemistry. But man, Pitts is a machine. I think he's he's he, he comes in the league being a top five tight end, if not higher. And the league's going that direction. And the league's going that direction. If but, I if, if we have. can if we can copycat Kansas City, yes. Okay. Yes, yes, let's do that because they're doing pretty damn good. Yes. He was saying, now I know we won't copycat him because we have different players exactly, but like. We have some sort of mixture of them and the Buccaneers, and right. maybe even some old school or New like England. Yeah, like or something. You know, I wouldn't mind having necessarily three tight ends on the team, or I no. don't know how it worked. You know what I'm saying? Or even I don't know if we could keep uh, Thaddeus on like a practice squad style thing, or I just don't know all the details on who we would have to cut to keep three tight ends yeah. per se. Because I don't know how depth. You know what I'm saying? But also like I don't know how his, his special teams. If he, yeah. Because you make a lot of people, players make teams by being good at special teams or being able to do special teams. So, I, you know, I, I think we picked him up because of the fact he played a Burrow. I think that's honestly like the I, the and that front. makes me worry that we won't take Pitts though. I agree, right? But I think ultimately they're like he played with Burrow. He has the chemistry. He's Randy Moss's son, so, so maybe we can get something out of that. So but. to kind of chime in and just ask you know Brian a question here, uh, your your player seems locked in at Pitts, right? 
So, I'm locked in for Twitch, yeah. Okay, so uh, your player also seems like the only player that may be taken by the time the Bengals pick. That is true. Yes. So, so who's, who who are you going with, the protection or the playmaker? I kind of kind of got so the vibe. Chase versus Swell. I got the vibe yeah. from you earlier that you're on the Michael Irvin train. But, uh. I'm kind of on the Michael <laughs> Irvin train, yeah. I think Chase. I think Chase is my number two. Um, and then, like we were saying before, kind of we were semi-debating, is that the offensive line is deep. The wide receiver is also deep. Yeah, but I mean it's Chase, dude, and like Auden Tate makes that. I get it, you know what I'm saying? But Chase, dude, like he he's got the chemistry. He's a beast. Yes, because Auden Tate, I can't argue him being a number one. Me neither. He's clearly a number three. He's talented, but yeah, he's talented. Exactly. But he's a number three. I honestly think if we didn't draft another receiver, he would be on the outside with Higgins, and Boyd would be our slot. Would you? Would you I not can see say that? that? Um, not, yeah. I can definitely see that. Um, especially with Green gone now. Um, so he has that spot where he can step up. So if the Bengals decide not to draft a receiver, so okay, let's say let's put Pitts back on the table. They draft Pitts, they bring in Tate as the other receiver. So we have four receivers on the field, but Pitts so, that tied in. So essentially, I think Tate would be two, right? Tate would be maybe not in terms of stats on the team. I think Boyd would would lead in receptions and yards. I think Boyd is the one, but he would be your outside, right? I would yeah I would say so because you have Higgins in the slot kind of take the one two three out of it but if you say like you're outside and you're inside because I guess traditionally the slot was always a two or a three true good point so that's what I think what we're, Brandon was getting at there so take the one two three out of it like skill set wise it's more who's going to play out and who's going to play in because I honestly think yeah. if, if the Bengals do go uh, Jamar Chase in the draft I think Boyd still moves into the slot I can see Boyd in the slot I mean he's been a great slot receiver. Already for us. I mean, right. I think last year he had some of the best slot stats in the league. He kind of reminds me of how Hoosh was when Hoosh played in slot. Yeah. He makes his tough grabs, and he, he catch- runs the good routes in the slot. He catches everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like, I'm not saying he won't be our one AKA, but I think the one, two, three thing is going away, just like the... Yeah, that's a good point. You know, I think all that's just... It's old school football. Yeah, you don't need a one, two, or three. They're all going to play. They're all going to get a lot of playing time. It's more who's slot, who's outside, who's other side. Yeah, yeah. Wait, who's wait. slot, who's weak side, who's strong side. Mm-hmm. Which is my good point. My second question: as we know, the NFL is full of divas, right? Are they? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so is there enough balls to go around? And do you guys see like the Bengals locker room now with Zach Taylor being in there? Like, hey. We're maturer than that, or do you? Or do you see? Do do we? Are we going to have some crybabies here? Here's, this is what I think. I think one, this podcast has at least one diva on it, and two, <laughs> I think that's me. <laughs> and but for real, the answer to your question, I think a lot of these guys are so young that we're not going to get that. Like I don't see that with what we got, especially in theoretically what we could have, um, and then with a young quarterback when he comes back, I think I I think and I could be wrong. I feel like a lot of people. Um, Especially young players, and maybe I've seen it with some vets are excited to play with a talent level of Burrow, where they, they could see where this team's potential could go. So to to credit AJ Green, I think his he's not with us, but his leadership is still with us. Yes, and his leadership is we're not divas in this wide receiver locker room. Yes, you, you, you and can you're going to act right, and I think that's rubbed off on definitely rubbed off on Boyd, whether he was like that or not. Because Boyd's that now that new leader of the receiving core. Rather, he's a one, two, or three. Yep. He's the leader, and he's also not a diva. And he, I think it takes a veteran to become a diva. T.O. was not a diva until he became a diva. I think it was not until, like, Jerry Rice left. and Yeah, because you, you, 
it's a locker room to keep people in check, generally speaking. From yes, what I understand. I've never been in an NFL locker room, but from what I've heard, the locker room, and I think A.J. Green's leadership's still there, which is passed kind of the torch to Boyd, and right. I don't think he's a diva, and I think I don't think Higgins came in as a diva, so I don't see him growing into that under that strong locker room, yeah. at least in the receiver's locker room. And I don't know much about Chase himself, but he doesn't seem like a diva. But with him and Burrow having chemistry, I think Burrow can keep him in check. Yes. Now, the only the devil's advocate to that is that I guess jealousy could form in the fact that if Chase becomes the number one and know everybody, the media is saying, well, that's his boy, that's why they're going to Chase before Higgins. Or if Chase, if Burrow goes to Chase in the, in the fourth quarter with our game on the line and he drops one. Yeah, like, oh, that was supposed to be your boy. Should have went to Higgins. Yep. Why didn't we go to Higgins? Was the, Higgins don't drop that shit. Yeah. Why didn't we go to Higgins? Why don't we go to Boyd? Boyd's Captain Clutch. I think I Boy, think Boyd knocked the Ravens out of the playoffs. I yeah. think Boyd likes watching but, the Bengals score touchdowns. I think he gets more excited seeing another person score touchdowns than as he much actually as does yeah. for himself. So. And as long as the locker yeah. room stays strong and you're winning games, you'll be fine. That's the big thing. If you're winning games, it's easy. If you're losing games, it don't matter who how mature your people are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, A.J. Green was mature to the media. I don't know what the hell he was saying in the locker room. That's true. And no one ever said he was a cancer to the locker room, and I sure don't think he was at right. all. But, I mean, you can read it on him. As a fan, I was like, oh, he don't want to be here anymore. He's Which, not going to say it. But As a competitor, can you blame him? Like, Not, no, to, not to change the no. green, but it's like, if you keep losing, it's like... I think it's. I think it proves more to what you're saying, Brian. Is that we, you know, he the last few seasons here was it was annoying as a team member where the team was struggling, and in his personal career, he was dealing with injuries the last few years, and the fact that he didn't become a diva with all that going on, at yeah. least from what we saw, I think uh, 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 praises him. And that, and that brings around that ends my point of mm-hmm. I think the maturity in the locker room. So to answer your question, no, I don't think divas will be a problem. Let's just be honest. Either. AJ Green left, and he's going to be better than DeAndre Hopkins just because he doesn't play for Cincinnati anymore. Oh, he's going to blow up, and he's going to be like, <laughs> "We're talking shit about our receiving core." Arizona's going to be just tearing it up. Dude. Exactly. Fitzgerald all of a sudden's going to have another thousand yard receiving. He's going to find the uh, fountain of youth. I mean, he's going to have help with Hopkins and Green taking attention away. Yeah, Hopkins, Green, Fitz out there. I ain't mad at that. But uh, no, no, I think no. On a side note, though, I do want to mention. I, mean, I know I probably talked to both of you guys about this just outside of the podcast. But the Bengals this year are playing. I mean, a tremendous amount of quarterbacks in the league that are top tier quarterbacks, right? Or supposedly going to be. Yeah, uh, we got to play Lamar twice, Baker Mayfield twice, Ben Roethlisberger twice, Aaron Rodgers, I believe, Patrick Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence. Zach Wilson and whoever the 49ers get, possibly. You forgot Jared um, Goff. Yeah, Jared Goff. Oh, He's yeah. in the lines now. Good one. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so I think our offense is going to need a pick-me-up this year just to stay in games with these these quarterbacks. Kind of like that. the 05 Bengals where we were – I mean, we had a good defense as well with that team, but we were scoring a lot of points. I still remember the game we lost, but it was against the Colts and Peyton Manning was – when Peyton Manning was, like, on fire – and we played in Indy and lost like fifty three to forty eight or something ridiculous. It was I mean that season uh, we we kind of go to your point. We um, relied a lot on our scoring. Our defense did enough, and that defense was good though. But yeah, if we can just score points, uh, that's hurt us a lot the last few seasons as well. Where you know our defense hasn't been playing very well. Teams are scoring on us, but we're also not scoring. So it's like we're just shooting ourselves in the foot by playing. Uh, uh, pass heavy offense to catch up 
where if we can keep scoring points, we can balance more our offense with the pass and run. Because one thing I've heard nobody talk about is the Bengals even thinking about drafting a defensive player in the first round this year. So Yeah, I haven't I, either. I, I think they th- have maybe thoughts that they have fixed our defensive enough to – Well, and that brings up a good point. Since we're talking about the draft, do you think – I know we are, made our arguments, and I, I know we're all set on the guys that we talked about – but as an organization, should the Bengals consider going? Is there any defender? I guess I'm saying it's kind of hard for a fifth pick, but it is. I think in the second round. So I think my thing is you go Sewell. If Bengals go Sewell, even whether all three there, whatever, if they go Sewell, yeah, I think second round, then they go defense. I think we want them to go position player, but I think at that point, unless someone drops your talent, your receivers slash. I mean, there's only really one tight end I know of his pits. There might be. I think there's another one out there that yeah. is also a good tight end coming up. Nobody looks for tight ends. No, not like so. Either that. way, I'm saying so. If you're thinking another tool, another weapon would be receiver. We we all agree we're good at running back. A lot of people yeah. actually you say so. that five is too early for a tight end. Yeah, well, but, I get that. But, I get that. But, but yeah, for but a say, pos- strictly but, position wise, I get yeah, it. Yeah, but say we're taking Sewell, then I think we go defense in the second. Yeah, it's the chess game. I think the only player defensive value-wise in the draft that I would even consider, and I think I would only consider if the Bengals moved back in the draft and got an extra pick in the first, Yeah, would be Micah Parsons. Just because out of all the things the Bengals have fixed on the team this offseason, I I have a hard time naming our three linebackers or what, you know, That's on the depth point. chart. I do know we got Logan Wilson and we got production out of him last year. Right. He's a great cover linebacker and he's a hard player. I like him a lot. But outside of him, do we really have anybody at linebacker? I'm, try- I'm trying to think now, actually. Because no, our line is oh, because we got Reader Jer- on the line. Jermaine yeah. Pratt, but I don't, he's nobody. We have, no, not especially compared to linebackers past. Yes. That we were used to having. I would have really liked to have seen the Bengals get a linebacker maybe in free agency. I think that is one spot they missed. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Get a linebacker in free agency. And I think this is going to be a down year for our defense. I mean, you can't fix everything in one year no. or two years if you count last year. So I, I, I'm I, just excited. I, that, and that's more of my argument, which is go for offense because it's offensive draft. Go for it. Brian's like, let's get pits and score 50 a game. Yes. Yeah, no, <laughs> I agree. Yes, and, and, uh, and you both broke a good point. Let's I, get pits. We can't fix it all this year. The only negative I can say of pits that I've heard is that they – I forget who it was that said it. They said they don't know if – um. They said the one way to stop him maybe is put D, DBs on him. Okay. Treat him as a receiver. Don't treat him as a tight end and cover him with linebackers that he can burn. Right. Put a DB on him. That then his, his speed his, – because he's fast also. He's a machine. Yeah. He, so, uh, like, his speed then can be – Ran a 444. Right. That's what I'm saying. So, he can, his speed will be not voided, but it will be slowed down by having a natural DB on him. Yeah. That makes you sense. Instead of a linebacker especially. And then just see what he can do. Well, then he's got a size. That's, yeah, that's what makes it hard for defenses, right? You got to put an extra DB out there, and then if you do that, do you take one of your linebackers off, or do you take yeah. this guy off? Or no, what? no, it's a chess game. But if he if he's lined up against a, a linebacker or a safety, all I've been seeing is him just burning people. Oh yeah, that's I, all I've seen. I just personally feel like I think he's gone. I think Atlanta takes him though. Yeah, that's what yeah, I, so I, I, I was going to say that to to end up my part, and we just got on something else, but like. I can see Atlanta taking him and, and putting him with Julio Jones. So then you're like, do I kind of what you're saying? Do I take a DB and what you brought up? Do I put a DB on him? But they also have, you or, know, they, they have a good number two too. Um, yes, Calvin, Cal- Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, and I and I mentioned this to Brian earlier. I think all that depends on how long Atlanta thinks 
Matt Ryan is going to last. Do, is he? Do they think he's going to last three more years? Or are they That's going? True. Are they going all in or do, this year? Or do they think this is? Yeah. Or do they think this is his last year? Right. Or and they go Trey Lance or maybe Justin Fields. I four? don't know much about Atlanta's line. If they need a swill or how either, you know, because I think if Atlanta thinks Matt Ryan's going to last three years, right? I'm not sure his age off the top of my head. He's got to be in his. He's up there now. Thirty though. something. I mean, oh uh, shit. Yeah, he's up there now. But he, uh, if he can last three more years, I think they go Kyle Pitts, right? But if they think his time is coming to an end, I think they go quarterback. And Matt that, Ryan's thirty-five, and I think that leads. So, think, yeah, he's not doesn't have much longer. So I really think that all three options could be available for the Bengals if the Falcons think Matt Ryan's time's coming to an end. So if they decide to go with the, the, his replacement, basically, right, they could leave the Bengals with a good, tough decision. Yeah, I I do think the Bengals set themselves up nice this yeah. year with the draft. I don't think. On draft night, no matter who they choose, I'm going to be... Yeah, I think we're going to be happy regardless. Yes. Even if... I mean, even... I feel like the consensus is we want a skill player amongst us three, um, you know, whether it's Chase or Pitts. But I think if we did get um, Sewell, we won't be mad. I think so. night one of the draft, you're leaving with protecting Joe Burrow better or having a, a big playmaker out there. Exactly. So three hours ago, CBS.com put out an NFL mock draft again. Yeah. And they have Fields going to Atlanta, okay, to replace him. And then they have us taking Pitts. Oh, oh okay. Well, oh, it's because Atlanta they have Atlanta going to the quarterback. That makes sense. Yeah, they have. So I'll rattle it off: one, Lawrence; two, Wilson to the Jets. They have Trey Lance going to San Fran. Okay. And then they have Fields going to Atlanta. Pitts going to us. Then Jamar Chase going the next pick to Philly or Philly Dolphins. The Philadelphia Dolphins. And then they I have love Mac them. Jones dropping to the Patriots. So, so we could. Oh, okay. We could see Kyle Pitts go at four, right? And then you re- reunite Joe Burrow with Jamar Chase, and then you could see the Dolphins reunite Devontae Smith with Tua right after that. And they could. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe people You're are just right. trying to reunite their players here. <laughs> this is new. It's the new trend <laughs> now in the NFL. I just don't see Pitts dropping past everyone if he's not. If it goes Atlanta Fields, yeah, and then say we go no, I Chase, th- I think then the Dolphins would have to take Pitts. I, do I would too. think. Yeah, I do too. That's a great safety blanket for Which I think, our young and quarterback. And then they have Sewell going all the way down to pick eight at uh, Carolina. Car- okay. Carolina, okay. I thought I'd seen in the earlier mock drafts Pitts going to Miami Dolphins as well, so that would make sense. And then they have Devontae yeah. Smith dropping to pick 11 with the Giants. The Giants don't need a wide receiver, so if they did that, that would be dumb. Hey, I don't care because it's the NFC. We're AFC. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I look at it. That's true. Waste your pick. Well, since we're talking about the other players too that are available, what do you guys think of number one pick, Trevor Lawrence? Any opinions on on that? <laughs> uh, you know, he's going to play with Urban Meyer. I think they're going to. I I think there's a chance they might struggle. Um. I know Brian might not agree here being a Ohio, huge Ohio State fan, but uh, wait, he likes Ohio State, huh? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, but uh, but you know, first year uh, coach, first year quarterback combo. I'm not saying that they won't succeed. I think their first year will be a struggle to get everything together because let's yeah. just be honest, Jacksonville hasn't been great. Yeah, I think that's anyway. the bigger. There'll issue. be an adjustment period for sure. Right? Is it bad that I'm I'm not on the Trevor Lawrence? Like I'm. I'm rooting against him just because I've heard – I don't know. So certain players, certain years, I just get annoyed when I keep hearing about them. So this year, like, 
nothing really against him. This is more all the hype. I'm like, I, eh, I hope I he... I almost feel bad for Urban. And I only say that because he has to take Lawrence. Yeah, he can't make if it. You, in a, as a first-year coach in the NFL and people doubt you anyway... If right. you take anyone but Lawrence, you're a fool to everyone. Oh, they're going to be like, what's he not doing? It's not the right thing to do, but he already has chemistry with Fields. Yes. If anyone knows what Fields could do, and I'm not saying take Fields one. Don't get me wrong. I'm not being that biased. But I'm just saying, like, that's who he coached. And you're taking the decision away from Urban being a first-year coach. I see yeah. what you're saying. Like, he doesn't even have a choice. Like, well, everyone's he, like, you're picking Trevor Lawrence. Well, you think, have to pick Lawrence. Think so about you, trading yeah. the number one pick. What all you could, you could actually get from that? A King's Ransom. I yeah. mean, a seriously, Kings ransom, and you could still get a Fields. Yeah. And he could, he could. Uh, I, I, I thought last year in the middle of the season, uh, I thought Urban Meyer might be a candidate for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, and, he called it, and uh, and you know, I actually, asked, I remember asking Brian, "Hey, Justin Fields and Urban getting yeah. together, you know?" But it didn't work out, you know, record wise because Jacksonville ended up with the pick. Yeah, and New York still messed up and won too many games and got the number two pick. New York can't do anything right. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Jets, that is right. I'm amazed, and maybe I am being biased. Well, how the hell did Fields drop so much? What he do wrong? I don't know. I, I they keep hopping on these other quarterbacks. All I might be right there with you on that Michael Irvin interview. Was he talking about guys getting in shorts and going out and getting these pro days and? Being a little faster and throwing a little further because they're all in short, like shorts. So, like, he was basically saying that I want to see the work on the field with the pads on, yeah. the yeah. jersey on. I don't yeah. want to. I don't. He wanna... watches film. He don't watch that pro day stuff, right? And a lot, a lot of people are. I guess what he's insinuating basically is Mac Jones went out there with shorts on and and no one playing defense did, on did him. great. But you know, I'm with him on the on the field stuff. Like, me watch too. Film. I, I've never been a fan of the combine. I'm an old school guy. What are they doing on the field? Yeah, like what decision? How quick can they make a decision? Because I mean, we can throw football. uh, Like if we go into a field, I mean, we're not as good as them even doing it that way. But like my point is, anyone can go onto a field where there's no game time pressure. You're not getting rushed around. You're not wearing the equipment even that Brandon mentioned. And I I I mean, and Jacksonville needs an O line too. Lawrence is going to be on his ass. Yeah, like. Uh, he ain't gonna do nothing. He's a stand. He's a statue quarterback. He can move a little bit. Remember yeah, the Clemson Ohio State runs, game? But yeah, he's on you, his you ass get, a lot. You get some rushing you, on that. You only Dude, can run so Fields much. lived running for his life because I'll admit Ohio State's offensive line was their weakness. Yes, he was freaking the fuck out and still doing well. Yes, you know, like I don't, I don't know about the you only guys. thing I can say is injury, but I don't know. I, I like Fields. I don't right. know about you I like guys. Fields long term better than Lawrence, and I don't care if it's my bias. And Brian is <laughs> Brian is on the diva. Ohio State fan. I'm not. I'm not the biggest Ohio State fan, but to me, in my mind, I see Trevor Lawrence being the top quarterback in the draft, just because solely based off everybody thinking he is. But yeah. I also see Justin Fields going to the 49ers and being better than Trevor Lawrence his first year. Yeah, I can see that. The 49ers are Especially a good team with Kyle Shanahan. Yes, oh, yeah. a great coach. They struggled last year because they had a lot of injuries. Yeah, yes. and that red and gold will look good on them, man. Nice transition from there. There you go, Scarlet. Scarlet. And, and they do they do have a receiving core of there. I mean, they got Kittle, they got Sam Debo, yeah. they got Ayuk, the rookie from last good year. Good defense. Yes. I mean, like yeah. I said, a lot of their big players were my, injured last year. And see, that's my biggest thing. It's not even an argument so much with Lawrence. Is who the hell is Zach Wilson? Yes. Who in the hell is Trey Lance? <laughs> I never heard Division of him. Division freaking three or whatever the hell they call it now. North flipping Dakota State. I never heard of those guys until we start talking about draft shit stuff. Out of here I'm with like, that, dude. oh, I thought Fields was Zach a clear Wilson second. Couldn't even beat the freaking uh, the mullets. 
The, 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 <laughs> the thing is, you, you the say... The mullets and Mormons. I, it could yeah, be the damn mullets, that. dude. You, you say what that... was that, Coastal Carolina? Something like... I remember you I remember you tweeting about it, actually. You're not, <laughs> you can't be Coastal Carolina and you're the number two <laughs> fucking pick and the, the Jets are trash. You, you say... Oh, yeah. Mike Greenberg, uh, that's why he freaks out all the time. I, I hope he doesn't go to the Jets. <laughs> Brian, I think... Trey Lance I think the 49ers yeah. would be better off drafting Trey Lance than they would be who everybody's suggesting they're going to pick there with Mac Jones. Oh, Trey, yeah. Uh, he's Jones, just a better yeah. fit for Kyle Shanahan, I believe, but we'll see, I guess. I, it sounds like they're pretty stuck on Mac Jones. Yeah, it sounds like it. I never heard of doing until take. I mean, take, take him. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's your guys' problem. It's we, just weird to me. Like, Brian's saying, like, where did you guys come from? We do play the 49ers. They were added, yeah, that was on, the added on game. The 17th game, yeah. Yeah, that was the added game that we uh, – and it with, with the and NFL. how's that going to work quickly to spin off to the seventeen know. games? Like that's going to first it'd come up our whole fantasy league. Yeah, like fantasy wise for that NFL. Up. I did not think <laughs> like, about that. Thanks for that NFL. Well, like, can, can I have a dork moment yeah. for you guys? So the NFL has like a perfect formula for their schedule. So like, let's use the Bengals as an example. So we play our division teams twice every year. Then you play another AFC division, and that rotates every three years. And then the so the AFC division that we don't play, we play the t- two teams from each other division that finished the same place we did last year. So right. like this year we'll play the last place from Jack- each division. Jacksonville, mm-hmm. right? And I don't remember right now, man. but basically that's what it is. And then you play one uh, opposite conference division. So like this year we play the NFC North, and they rotate that every four years. Well, adding the seventeenth game. You know, and we, we the 49ers being the 17th game, they're not the NFC North last I checked. They're not the AFC North last I checked. They're not in the AFC South or, you know, any other, other AFC conferences or divisions that we would play. So as far as the NFL standpoint, how, like, what's one, like, you can almost predict most of our opponents each year. How do we determine the 17th opponent? <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. I don't understand what they what, are, how, what their theory was. Behind yeah, like it. how no. does, do you, either of you know how we got the 49ers? I don't. This year? No, I don't. I don't know, but I knew it uh, wasn't going to be an easy game because the Bengals just they, they, their schedule. I feel like is loaded every year. Oh yeah. Well, first of all, we play in one of the tougher divisions, in my opinion. So that helps already with right. the, the the hardness of the schedule, but. I knew it wasn't going to be, you know, no last place team, that's for sure. No. But, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but it's fantasy definitely. also. Yeah. I didn't think it's about that. You brought fantasy it up. up. Yeah. And we got to revitalize our schedules. Cause I we mean, had, like how we do our leagues, we have it set up where you play your division twice. Yeah. And everybody else once. Works out swimmingly. And we don't use week 17 at all. No. Our, our playoffs are 15-16. <laughs> so the only adjustment then is 16 in your championship game being week 17. Yeah. Or game set, yeah. So I don't know. I guess that's how you'd have to adjust it. Just push everything back a week. Yeah, well, I guess so because then there would be there's still be eighteen a, weeks. Still a week, we have a bye week. week. Yeah, so I guess that's how that would I, work. I didn't think yeah. about that. By the, still a bye week. So by the way, I gotta throw that. this in just because after fantasy season's over and we do this again, I'm, I'm calling calling the chip right now. Oh, for fantasy? Yeah, call. Uh, so you're gonna be our guest for the fantasy chip? Yeah, no, I'm gonna win the chip, and then I'm gonna come back on the show. Oh, I thought you were gonna hand the trophy to the winner. No, I'm gonna win that chip, and <laughs> I'm gonna come presenter. back on this show. No, you're gonna have to be here to present it to me. Oh, uh, I never even got the trophy. But I was gonna put that out there. Well, we well, got the trophy. I never, never lived in my house, and we already have another champion. I haven't even ordered your name <laughs> I yet. What? Well, 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 I did win. I I've only ordered there. Adam Burns' name plate from year one. <laughs> We'll, I've not put it on. As you can see, it's sitting right there. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be live then. Uh, it used to be my trophy. I never owned it, but we'll have live video. Then you guys can see Brian hand me the trophy. Does he have to do anything else? 
Like shave off the beard when nah, he hands it to you? No, nah. <laughs> nah, just go down on one knee. That's all. I'm Whoa! I'm gonna shave my beard as quickly as you can grow hair. There you go. Hey, hey, at least he said you can get on one knee. One knee. I'll propose to him. Yeah. The trophy. The trophy. Propose the trophy. The trophy. All right. Um, that's all I got though. Anybody else have any recaps to top it off? I just know now I'm excited, even more excited about the draft, and even more excited about the NFL season with the games and fantasy. Um, Brandon's probably gonna go really realistically like two and fifteen or something, but <laughs> he likes to talk. It's all right. I do glad you. I'm glad you guys waited so long to do this episode now though, because I'm hyped about the draft and it is this week. Right. So. And thanks for coming on. No, no, yeah, being uh, our first thank, guest. Our thank first, you guys for having be, me. You're gonna be a trivia question one day when we're all famous. Yeah, yeah. We surpassed Joe Rogan's numbers. Ten Who years. was the very first guest? Ten years from now. On the bank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, th- for real. Thanks for coming on. Um, it's been fun. Yeah. It's anytime. Fun. I'm sure I'll be back. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, we'll have a meeting about it. Uh, we'll let you know. <laughs> we'll let you know. All right. Are we done? Are we done? I, I think, think we're, we're done. done. Brandon, are we done? Yeah, we're done. All right. Done. Wrap it up. All right, boys. And.